And we're live. Painkiller Nearly, episode 236. Taylor, you want to kick it off? So, yeah. Kyle, you've been doing a lot of culinary stuff recently. You've been sending Always. in our group chat. Not only did you make enormous meat hunks for your family, and I hope that went very well. Oh, I hope it was so a, well. Uh, I, I, when you first said, like, oh, my mom and dad are coming over, I'm like, that might be uncomfortable, but I bet that that big hunk of meat really calmed everyone down. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Amicable. We had a good time. Yeah. I forgot. Did they're divorced? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was yeah, in the a, title. Kyle's fair... enormous meat was part of the, was one of the central topics of a PKA. Yeah. I, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it was a pretty amicable divorce. At this point, it is, you know, like, like they tease each other. Like if, um, you know, they'll, they'll go back and forth and little and barb each other a little bit, but nobody gets mad or anything. You know, they're adults and uh, we all have a good laugh about it. Is so, your mom uh, getting laid pretty regularly? I, I don't think so. No, no. Um, <laughs> You don't uh, try and help, uh, I love, help sister out. I heard Kyle led with the negative. Like I saw a little head shake. I said, no, no, I, I, and what I was expecting that to go is, I don't know, but no, no. Welcome to painkiller already. Nah, she's not getting it. No, no. She made a joke <laughs> okay. at one point. Um, oh, I can't, I wish I could remember what she said. Um, I, I think maybe we were about, we were watching movies and, and maybe, um, some, I mentioned like, like, um, there's that, that Braveheart prequel movie that the guy that um oh. the, the guy from Star Trek did and uh and I was like I was like yeah he's he's got his dick out at one point she's like well let's watch that it's been a while since I've seen one <laughs> <laughs> but uh she'd be but, like yeah, well mom you should try Bumble because you can have your <laughs> pick of the litter of dicks and it's just a dick farm and you get to prance around like a happy little schoolgirl and pick your your choice penises I'm probably. I, I, sometimes I ask these questions because I assume our viewers don't know either. I think in this case, it's just me, though. How is Bumble different than Tinder? Bumble's like Tinder, except uh, it's not mutually like an approved match. It's just women who are allowed to pick men. Okay. So like Tinder, you both swipe on each other and it comes up. Or if I initiate a swipe, it's more likely to come up on somebody else's profile. But if you're a guy on Bumble, I assume, because I never really used Bumble, you just sit there and wait. And then invites will roll in. You've used Bumble, right, Kyle? It's been a really long time since I've used Bumble. Like that might have been the first thing I ever used. That or Plenty of Fish. Um, Plenty like, of Fish like, is full of the trash of this it, planet. It was it is, real bad. It, there, it's amazing how you can go on different dating apps and there's a visible difference between the people on dating apps. It's and like, then it's the like restaurants that are wallowing in pig shit on Plenty of Fish. It's like Disgusting. restaurants, you know, you go in, you go into a Taco Bell, there's a certain clientele there, okay? Mm -hmm. Now you go to an Applebee's, a little bit different. You go to Outback Steakhouse, oh, these people, that guy's got a button-up on. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, Everyone's they, wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and not just Crocs. You go yeah. into KFC, is that guy bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> Sir! Take that raccoon out of the restaurant. Yeah. Was that yeah. a KFC or no? That was a McDonald's. Okay, but uh, but but yeah, yeah. That, that's how the dating apps are generally. Generally, is is like there's a different clientele or a different uh, user base on each one. And but but it's nice to cover all your bases. But I think Plenty of Fish was the first one I ever used, and I remember it's been like eight years ago, maybe when I hopped on there because my friends both used it, and I and they were like, "Yeah, get some pussy tonight," and I was like, "Ugh, yeah." Ugh. Oh God! All of these women are just that one doesn't have teeth. I imagine like, it. Yeah, that's morphs. a plus. Good <laughs> yeah, right. It's better blowjobs. I imagine it morphs over time. Like Dan, you guys remember PKA Dan? Might have been yeah. episode one forty one. He was on Plenty of Fish a lot, and I saw the girl. Those were those were top quality retreads. 
I'm sure there are some on there. It's just as a whole, like I would notice I got matched a lot more on Plenty of Fish than Tinder. Like just by the, I spent probably 10 times as much time on Tinder as Plenty of Fish and I still was getting like a fuck ton of matches on Plenty of Fish and it was just monsters. But- just horrible monsters that were like, you want to get to know each other? It's like you live... 94 miles away and you're holding two kids <laughs> and a cigarette why is your profile pic in, in a robe there's <laughs> like, something interesting about the skin tone of those kids <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> oh that dude so um stephen curry do you guys know stephen mm-hmm. curry he's a basketball yeah, player, player yeah. uh, one of the best Superstar. in the league actually maybe my favorite player and uh, one of the things that he makes him stand out from the other NBA players is he has like a good marriage. His wife has this really wholesome Twitter where she like tweets about making cookies and stuff like that. And uh, I probably have it wrong. I don't know if they're up to three kids now, but he's just got this like wholesome thing going on, which is super uncommon in the NBA. Is she hot? Yes. And LeBron uh, James has the most wholesome relationship. Are you aware of his circumstances? Let me finish this. So yeah. uh, on Twitter, someone was like, dude, like all your kids look like Xerox copies. And she goes, she claps back with, that's what happens when they all have the same baby daddy. Like, oh! oh, yeah, that's a nice line. Yeah, LeBron James <laughs> married his high school girlfriend and uh, and uh, they've got a few kids together. She and, and you know, he could have done better. Let's just say that. Really? I did not. I didn't know LeBron James is even married. I didn't he know is. either. He's got, he's got a few kids. Well, it's because he's got married. He, you know, he, he's never dated or anything. He, he married his high school girlfriend uh, probably fairly early. But but yeah, had a good time with the parents. Uh, cooked those cooked both of those gigantic steaks. Uh, it, they looked like prime rib or something like they were just these huge, thick. They were so thick. They did. Yeah, I, I sliced it really thin, and uh, I made lobster mashed potatoes, and uh, we had a good we had a good time. We watched a bunch of I, I bought a bunch of uh, ultra four K Blu rays for the new television. Uh, they had never seen John Wick before, so I'm sitting over there like looking at him as the puppy makes its way onto the screen, and they're mom's like, "Oh, what a cute little puppy!" And dad's like, "Beagles make a good pet." And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're sitting over there like as a 30 like the red man, wedding like maybe mom and dad will get back together like, <laughs> sure you like orchestrating this whole thing you know? no not at all i don't give a shit what they do uh, I, know, I didn't care when it's they... funnier to imagine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, no. i'm gonna put on marley and me and and you'll see well it'll be right it'll be back to normal mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> it'll be just like, like the parent the trap days yeah the parent <laughs> trap like I, I, <laughs> another I you I comes in and is like have you learned anything this evening? I let the air <laughs> out of their tires so they can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> I just orchestrate this whole uh, thing where they have to spend days and days together. God, please so, stop. It's not pretending to be your British twin. It's upsetting your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Kyle's twin Russian? The, oh, uh, want some mommy under, daddy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I normally end up cooking talk, but what? how do you cook? D- Chouze? I'm not a cooking guy. Sous vide. Sous vide. Now, are you new to it or have you been sous vide a lot lately? Uh, I've cooked maybe eight steaks in it so far, like eight times, maybe something like that. It's so easy that like there's a, an absolute novice. Get, here are the steps. You Google what temperature do you sous vide a steak at? And it'll tell you. And it's, it's, it's like 130 degrees. Then you go to the machine, and you go 130. And then you take the steak and put it in a Fahrenheit? plastic bag. Yeah. That's what you, yeah. Oh, and then you okay. put the steak in a plastic bag and put it in the water. And then you come back in an hour, and it's done. And you you just sear the outside, and you've got a delicious, delicious steak. 
Are you sure it's 130? Sounds good. Yep. That's amazing to me. 130 is a temperature that sometimes happens outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could survive that. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I mean, like, like when I'm putting the steaks, in the, you know, my fingers are in that water, and it's just like, ow, that's a little hot. I was going to say, <laughs> if I adjusted slow, I think I've taken baths that hot. Maybe. You have not. Um, that would but, be no. beyond uh, hot. I okay. think I've set my hot tub to like 108, 109 before. And when you're getting that, that's about the limit of what you're going to be comfortable with. Cause it's like, Oh, Oh, it's so hot. It's so yeah, hot. If it's, it's like so 110. Hot. We used to have it at like 110 when we had one as a kid. And it, after it's maybe hot. three minutes, you're like, I'm cooking my insides. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, here. I went to a, um, a natural spring. Like oh, it wasn't it was a hot, hot tub, but it was a hot natural spring and it fed what looked like a hot tub, like an in ground, very small mm -hmm. pool. And, uh, I mean, it took me, like 12, 15 minutes to get in, inch by inch, slowly, like get adjusting yeah. to it. So I thought that might have been 130, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever the seen way it, those guys that compete like... and do like the hottest, or like <laughs> how long you can be in a sauna for? Yes, have it's disgusting. A, a, oh, a I dude mean, it's accidentally awful. died by cooking himself alive because he wanted to win the the guy who could sit a in the hottest Hyundai. room the longest. You get like a Hyundai Santa Fe and yeah, $8,000. You get a used Hyundai Santa Fe. <laughs> no, it's isn't... a they, they they look to, their skin starts sloughing off. Yeah, after it, like, it, like he just died in there because he cooked himself. It was like one hundred and eighty degrees. Ooh. And in water and temperature, is it ninety eight point six? Just like a happy, comfortable like it's like, it's, what would yeah, your it's like our water be? temperature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's your body, body temperature, but honestly, like when you if if, my, if the hot tub's at ninety eight, you're like ah, oh, this could this could be a little warmer. This isn't this isn't quite, yeah. this is a little tepid. Uh -huh. I think like 102. I like it like 103. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. 102 to 104, huh. somewhere in there. I like it hot, you know. I and when I, if I'm getting in the hot tub, it's we always had our hot tub outdoors and it's a yeah. winter activity. So it's like it's freezing outside. Like sometimes it's literally like snowing. And it's just so nice to get in there and be like your your upper body is like cold as fuck, like your ears are cold, but you're just like boiling in there. It's great. But yeah, the sous vide thing, you, if you think about it this way, like what you use is the internal temperature um, guidelines for meat. So usually when you cook like a steak in a pan, you're cooking it until the inside is 130 degrees mm -hmm. and then it's done. So with this, you just get there without having to like burn the outside and like have this, um, this layering effect where the outside is sort of crispy and then it's well done right below that and medium well right below that. And then, you know, all, all the different gradients, you get this sort of rainbow pattern. But with the sous vide, it's just completely, perfectly medium rare all the way through. And then you quickly sear the outside. It's perfect. Hmm. And it's really that good for something really good. as big as those steaks I was cooking. Because like, there's no way in hell I was going to ever pan fry a three-pound steak and get it right. It was going to be bloody in the middle and burn outside. Did your parents like John Wick? They really like John Wick, yeah. They, the they liked first it a one. Lot. That's such yeah. an interesting movie to throw on for your parents. It's so violent. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're into that, you know. They're they're down, um, you know. My, and it's 4K, my... right? Like I, I would want. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, it, it's. I, I I I'm thinking John Wick is a movie that would show that fairly well. You know, if it you did. watch Finding Nemo, mm. does it yeah, really benefit past like what it is in 1080p? I, I'm not sure. Um, but you know, John Wick has good videography. Yeah, and good and good audio too. I, I got a nice sound bar, so like you know, there's. 
there's a lot of like club music going on while he murders and mm -hmm. it's it was a really fun experience we watched that and um oh what was the other movie we watched not the martian i did get the martian and watched it and it was excellent but uh watched john wick and uh oh mad max uh fury road which also mm. lent itself really well to to that tv the martian uh, I, if if you have good surround sound is one of those show off the sound movies it, there's like there's just a lot of weather and crashes and explosions and stuff and it yeah. makes you look behind you sometimes you're just like what the like i let uh, band of brothers does that too yeah yeah it was really good but uh, i sent you a picture this morning taylor of my next uh my next culinary thing i'm gonna take upon upon myself uh here it's it's crab legs it's king crab legs oh i saw I, a lot I of found them. this website that will overnight you alaskan king crab legs they are a pound and a half each leg each it's a leg. gigantic crab leg they are like probably like almost like as two, long as your forearm <laughs> yeah longer mm. they're, they're they're almost two feet long they're enormous. Like like one leg is enough to feed up is a serving size. How uh, are you gonna make them? You gonna boil them? You gonna bake them? You gonna so cover they, them? So yeah. they cook them and then they flash freeze them and then they overnight them to you. So all you have to do is warm them up. So I'm probably going to uh, like split them and then uh, boil them in uh, in some water that's full of like Old Bay. And, yeah, uh, some Cajun seasoning maybe. That'd be good. Yeah. For like five minutes and then they come out and they're just re ready to go and then i'll make some like fancy garlic butter with uh paprika in it and uh to dip them in and that sounds so good make Man. some linguine on the side it's gonna be good oh. is this a, a date night kind of meal yeah or is it just you yeah i, I think it'll be like a, a date night kind of meal yeah nice yeah, is sure. this with a bloodletting girl yeah nice i i can't yeah i meant to to you know, retread over that a bit like last week because, you know, I was curious how it went. How was the blood play? Um, we have not gotten into any blood play yet. Um, I, oh, that's post-crab. Uh. And first, let me let me just be clear here. There is no, that's not what it is. It's not blood play. <laughs> it's knife play. <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't Taylor, how dare you? Girl. <laughs> yeah, you malign. So, so, and, and there's a big difference, frankly. So oh. here's the difference, right? Boogie is into blood play, right? He likes when the girl what? Cuts, Yeah, he likes when the girl cuts him up on his back and then like messes oh, around him and does that. shit with it. Like like smears it and like maybe like puts it on her face or like maybe tastes it and stuff like that. That that's not what this person is into at all. She is more into like a bit of light scratching with the knife and sort of the threat of the knife. I, it, mm. it sounds to me like it's a the bit implication. of a rape. The implication. It sounds to me like it's a bit of a rape fantasy. Um, well, that's it, very common. And now I asked her jokingly, I was like, what if I put the knife to your throat when I fucked you? And she's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that like funny when you first realize like kind of how fucked up a lot of women are where mm. you'll like just do something like that, like and like grab their throat or like in the heat of the moment. And like afterward, you'll realize, oh, my God, like I was really throwing her around <laughs> and she loved it like that. I, I could have just beat her up. <laughs> it could have just been like, sex is over, bitch. Like, box her nose a couple times. And she would have been like, oh, man. I want to start off again? It's like, no, I think it is. I love it's it. weird. I think, isn't that like the number one, like, fantasy? Rape is number is one? Rape. I yeah, think rape. it's it's really way up there. Yeah. That's not one that Jackie and I share. We've had... Um, well, you never know. I'll say... Well, no, never I, I want to say, like... Well, the... It, 
implying we haven't. I, I, not that we tried like actual rape stuff, but like we've gotten. You know, you get your ski mask on. A little like she hops in the shower. The, nice. you, she doesn't she like feeling against her will at all, right? So when you start edging up against that, it's like ah, oh, this is not where we, where she wants to be. Mm. So, uh, yeah, not her cup of tea. Huh. Well, for a lot of women, it is. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. very much so their cup of tea. And I yes. wonder why. But, but it, it's also just a fantasy. Like those same women, like they're not like man, like walking to their car after work, being like, "I hope somebody rapes me." It's just like in the control controlled situation. Yes, I hope like that I'm raped within like the context of a loving relationship. Yes, sometimes. Yeah. It's more I like mean, I mean I there are definitely sex. women who are like, there, "Wish yeah, someone would rape me." But, but most of the mostly, I would it's say, a fantasy. if you're in a parking garage, don't roll the dice and hope she's one. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> No, and and I feel like there and there are definitely men who think that, like, like there are definitely like psychotic dudes who are like, dude, she wouldn't be dressed like that if she wasn't into a bit of rape play. <laughs> and she's just like, I just left the club. <laughs> she wouldn't carry pepper spray and a taser, you know, and then miss me with both purposefully. <laughs> she was aiming around me. She wanted it. She wanted it. She couldn't be that uncoordinated. Judge, <laughs> all of this CCTV footage exonerates me. <laughs> Look at, she's loving it. It's like she's screaming, no, help, help. Yeah, help me not come too soon in this parking garage because I'm loving it. You know, it's like. <laughs> uh, that's dark. Yeah, that is pretty fucking dark. Dude. Anyway, so I hope your, uh, I hope your crab meal goes great. Oh, and I'm I hope so excited. The, the blood play, or I'm sorry, the knife. The tactful knife play. Knife play. Tactful knife play. Yes, is, is successful. Tactical and knife play. I hope you don't play. get. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tactical knife play. I hope <laughs> you don't get any blood on your sheets. I, I got plenty of sheets. I like your attitude. You know, I hope you don't get blood on your sheets. You know what? We're not gonna. We're gonna let little things like that get in the way of a good time. No, not at all. No, I've got a lot of sheets. You know, it's interesting know. because you. Is it the, or maybe I'm misremembering. You don't like fucking girls when they're on their period, right? No, 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 I don't. But he's also I have no not. No problem with that at all. It's not a hard I, stop either. It's 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 a hard stop for me personally. Um, oh, but I feel like you've up. broken that rule before. I have before, and I didn't care for it. Okay. What yeah. is it? Is it just like the the blood that accumulates on your dick during it? You know, or is I, it I just, just like yeah? I, I just feel like like yeah. I don't like that so much. I don't like the feeling of it down there. The knowledge of what's going on down there. Um, you know, I, I just don't like anything about it. Uh, and, and also like, I feel like there can't, well, I, I don't just feel like there can't be any oral either. Like I can't go yeah. down on her and I, I like going down on her. So, so it, and, and I'm, what if I forget? I think of it like I'm <laughs> helping the period finish more, you know, like, like you're, that, that, those uterine lining is trying to come out and you're like a guy with a big fucking mop handle in a cathedral, really cleaning those. Yes. Stained glass windows. You're getting up there. You're knocking it all out. They should like make condoms that are fuzzy on the outside, and there'd just be a big pipe cleaner. Oh, that's so gross! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just comes out just a sludgy mess. Yeah, you know, oh. let's not let's not dive too deep into it and just agree that it's a good idea. <laughs> I wrap my dick in a sham wow. Pop it up there. <laughs> Bobby May's here. Billy. <laughs> Billy, hey, Billy May's here with the sham wow. Or the, no, the guy who did the sham wow was that skinny guy who ended up like getting his lip bit by a prostitute with the one bad eye. With the one bad eye. I remember this old O and A clip of Bill Burr talking about where he's like. Oh, you guys aren't going to believe it. I, I bought the sham wow. And they all start making fun of him. Like, you fucking retard. You bought a sham wow. You would have been the person back in the day buying magic potions. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bought the sham wow. And I was so excited when it came. So I went. I opened up my sham wow. I got my girl in the other room. I was going to go drop it in the back of the toilet and watch it just soak everything up. I tried to wipe up a simple spill. I may as well try and wipe it up with that plastic bag. <laughs> it, it doesn't absorb anything. It's the worst purchase. It smells weird. <laughs> it was bad. I, I somehow apparently. Assumed. Oh, we used to use OxyClean. That that was a purchase that we we did make, and like like, and it, it went commercial eventually, so that you'd see it at the store. It was like, and it's an additive, and like so many of those spray on cleaners, it seems to work. You know what's that an works. actually good purchase? Um, the magic erasers. Do you guys buy those? Oh all? yeah. The, um, I, I bet you're aware that you can get the generic ma magic eraser for like a tenth of the price, right? Oh, that'd, be, that'd be good to know. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Are they on They're Amazon? Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you Google like, gen you know, generic magic eraser, save money, you'll find it. So instead of getting like the green and yellow magic eraser that's sort of like got like a wavy shape to it mm -hmm. or whatever it has for like gripping, they just sell you white cubes of that material. And it's and you get a whole bag of them for for what one of the magic erasers costs, and they're just as effective. Ours are yeah. definitely. I think that might be what we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ones we, I get are yeah. from Walmart, and they're just like what you described. Yeah, because like one magic eraser is like four dollars or something. Do you know you how they work? Bag of them. It it's. Magic. Well, know. that's got to be theory. some sort of like fancy abrasive. That's yeah, it's literally abrasive. I didn't know that. It's not unlike using six thousand grit sandpaper or something, mm -hmm. and just you know rubbing off the dirt. It's yeah. actually made of melan melamine foam, which has been used for decades as an insulation and soundproofing material. It works because melamine resin cures into foam. Its microstructure almost as hard as glass, and causing it to act like a super fine sandpaper. Wow! There you go. Oh. Yeah. you were right. Yeah. Make your own magic eraser for ten cents. Wow! I think of the savings. I want to make like, is a lot of savings. where it's like make or like make your own something, and it's just like shoplifting instructions. You can save by wearing a trench coat to Seven Eleven. Yeah, uh, you ever made your own alcohol? You ever you brewed beer, right? Uh, no, I've never done that. Really? That seems like something you'd get into. Like you were into I got the candles a kid years and... ago. It does yeah. seem tailorish. Yeah, it is. I, I I got into like, candles before yeah. I got into making beer. Beer, like 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 that's a, so. I I would have thought that'd be something. You, if I were into beer, I would definitely make my own. You know, I I think uh, I I've I, thought about making wine before because you can make wine in a slow cooker. Like, but like you can make. Oh, you brought up that. making your own beer as a segue from saving money. We're not under the impression you can make your beer cheaper than you can buy it, right? I don't know. No, no. It's more like a fun thing. Yeah, like I my think dad so. And my I, dad's I, wife do it, and they just do it till it's like a hobby. Like, oh, neat. Try this beer that we made. And I'm like, you oh, can make cool. wine cheaper than you can buy it. Uh, is that good wine, though? Uh, no. <laughs> my friend makes <laughs> no, wine that yeah. I think I didn't is say good. you could make good wine cheaper than you could buy good wine. <laughs> See, but the, I said you could make wine. 
<laughs> make toilet wine. The challenge with wine. So my, I, have, I have a friend who's really into making wine. So I've actually done it. I've stomped grapes. I've pressed grapes. We've done like, like he throws a party and, and uh, they make, I, I wouldn't even know, like 500 bottles of wine, like a lot Damn. of wine. Jesus Christ. But I don't think he saves money on it, even the, at the volume he does. He buys grapes. He has them shipped in. The great press he has, he's been through a couple of them now. He's upgraded. It's very expensive. He's outfitted his basement in, you know, because now he has to store it, and he's got all these racks. And, and I think it's similar to fishing. Right? The, the, the most expensive yeah, fish you ever eat will be one you catch yourself, almost certainly. And uh, I, I think that's where it is. But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying... It's not cost. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a hobby. You know, they're they're expensive. Mm. Uh, wine. I, I don't care for wine. I, I don't like it. It's it's. I don't like it either. I, I you know it it's it's somewhere it, you know it's between beer and 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 liquor. It's it's like ten or twelve percent alcohol by volume, whereas a beer is five, and and you know uh, vodka or liquor is uh, like 40. forty. So it's 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 like right there in the middle where you've got to like sip a cup. You got to have a couple glasses to get a little tipsy, and then it tastes like shit and it always gives me heartburn especially white wine uh i i just don't like it and red wine is just bitter and i see people like oh this pairs well with that fish or oh this will pair really well with that steak and i'm like not as well as a coca-cola you ever ha have you had coca-cola <laughs> like, like whenever i go to a fancy steak restaurant like the only thing i see people drinking other than water or wine is a they bring out a fucking fancy bottled coca-cola any of us i'm just like you guys are fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> You're you just fucking there. up. Kyle's that was the right. biggest steak you have in a 2019 Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Coca-Cola pairs well with steak. It really does. It really does. And uh, I'm going to say wine. The Oh, oh. sometimes I like the fruitiest of fruity wines. Like mm, I think that's the dessert the, wine. That's the verb they use. Yeah, dessert like wine. Riesling, and, yeah. Oh, Riesling oh. is white wine, but I've had... Uh, like Rosé, like right? Is that... Rosé is a pink wine, wine. Um, and but I've had like uh, a red wine that was considered a dessert wine, and and I don't remember the Moscato. That's what it's called. It, right? might, it may have been a Moscato. I don't remember the fancy made up fucking name that they come <laughs> up first for sweet red wine. Is what they should call. Oh, it. Oh, the Geppetto. Um, you should have said yeah, that. Yeah, the Geppetto. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just am like naming like categories I see at the grocery store as I'm on the way to the white trash beer section. Oh, I'm naming <laughs> uh, Pinocchio's father. <laughs> yes, I was watching Family Guy the other night. It was it was on. Uh, I forgot about that scene where like Geppetto's bending over in front of Pinocchio. It's like you know, uh, Pinocchio. I noticed that the cookie was going out of the container. It's like I'm sorry, Dad. I took it. It's like, are you sure? If you told me you didn't, I might believe you. Like, <laughs> I don't want to lie to you, Geppetto. You know, it wouldn't hurt you to try because <laughs> he wanted to get his ass rammed by a doll nose. I, I actually kept up with that. Oh, so I was always for the listeners at home. <laughs> I'll, I'll plug him in. Speaking of pedophilia, yes. Uh, what uh, oh. I've been watching True Detective season three. How now, is it? I heard it's I a big it, step up from season two, which I didn't even get so past episode season, two. It sucked. Season one, in my opinion, is some of the best television ever made. It's incredible. Matthew McConaughey, Woody Woody Harrelson, fucking kill it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it so much. It's incredible acting. Season two was bullshit. Season two made me think that this was just a an aberration. Like, like I don't know who produced season one versus season two. I don't know who was who's making this thing. Apparently, it was Woody Harrelson and uh, and and Matthew McConaughey. They're executive producers on the project. Uh, but 
man, I dislike season two so much. I didn't make it past the second or third episode. That was the mm -hmm. one by Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Well, they acted in the first one, but right. they're executive producers on the series uh, afterwards. So I was a little hesitant to start season three. It's got this black actor who you'd recognize, but he's got a funny name. It, it sounds, it, it's very, it's a hard name to, to, to remember. I, I'm never going to remember that guy's name. But he I hear you. does an excellent job. Did you look it up and see? I'm looking oh, it up. You, no, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in general, I feel your pain. So they do that thing where they bounce back and forth through time, right? Um, not like some sort of science fiction movie, but more like mm. basically, I'm not going to spoil anything, but some children go missing and this, uh, these two police officers are investigating it in Arkansas. And uh, they, they, it happens in 1980. And then they kind of have a hard time solving the case. And then in 1990, they pick it up again as like slightly older men. You know, they, they, they start the case in their like late 20s in, 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 the, in 1980. And then in their late 30s in 1990, they pick it up again and try to try to make some sense of what happened 10 years before. And then in 2015, another like 14 or 15 years later, they pick it up as old men. And that the job they do aging, that Mahershala Ali guy, is better than anything I've ever seen in any movie ever. No movie has ever done as good of a job at aging a character first 10 years and then 15 more years ever. Do ever, they, ever. Do their ages jump all, like throughout the show or yes. throughout the season? That like in within a single episode, okay. you you hop around, okay, and uh, and it's it, and it's not in a confusing way. But the good thing about them aging them so well is like you instantly are like, oh, we're in 1990 now. His hairstyle changed. He's he's a little he's a little bit older. He's got his whole family together now. And then they'll hop back to 1980. He's still a single man. And he's got a little bit. You know how black guys had a little bit more more hair. Yeah, like the they 80s. did the kind of a high top thing. <laughs> kind of a high play. top thing. Yeah. yeah, like 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 if you remember uh Ghostbusters, the the black and Ghostbusters, he's got one of those going on. He's got he's got a little That's bit of very extra cool. There. Very cool back in the 80s, not so much anymore, I suppose. Um and then you bump forward to 2015. And I'm like, did they cast that guy's dad or something? Cuz that looks real. Like that doesn't look like the fake aging bullshit that they put on people sometimes and you're like that's not what Matthew McConaughey is going to look like at 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. not what he's going to look like at all. He, he, looks like it, a, or... he looks like a 50 year old man with makeup on like, 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 but no, this guy, it's like, dude, that looks like a, that looks like a 70 year old man right there. Uh, like, like, like everything about him. And they do it with both him and his partner. And, and the partner looks the, in the eighties, the part is part is a white guy and he's got kind of like long hair. It's kind of like messy and stuff. And then by the by the 90s, it's slicked back and it's receding a little bit. And then by 2015, you know, he's gotten a belly and it, his hair's receded even more. And he's got a few liver spots. It's it's an excellent show. Uh, the acting's really good. The story is the story's connected to season one. Uh, I don't think that's too much of a, a spoiler either. But as you dig deeper in this thing, by the time you get six or seven episodes in, you start to realize that this is a little bit connected with season one. This is in in many ways, not necessarily a sequel, but a, a sister project uh, it, it, within the same world, certainly set within the same world of events with the the pedophilia and like the high end pedophilia, like where mm -hmm. they're like it, they, there's like some like rich people controlling like a pedophile ring or something like that. So I highly recommend season three. Fuck season two, but season three, 
uh, I'm on the last episode now. Like when we get off here, I'm going to finish the season. Uh, there's nice. only eight episodes or an hour each. HBO makes good fucking content most of the time. Why is that always a thing that like in like a big elite uppity, you know, tippity top groups where it seems like pedophilia becomes. To be like honest, a, a the, thing the only one that seems real to me is the Catholic Church. Oh, no, dude, like Go religious on. groups, they do it uh, all the oh, time, not just Catholic. I stand corrected. Okay, okay, oh, yeah. all right, religious groups. What government officials? I guess, like, actually. All, all that shit with like Jeffrey that Epstein, Epstein got yeah. swept right under the rug. So many people are implicated in that, and Hollywood? the media will not touch it. Hollywood, it's it's like all these self-righteous fucks come out like, I've known about this for 30 years, yeah. but I didn't say anything because it wasn't it wasn't expeditious, but now I'm indignant. It's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, why is it that these enclaves of like the tippity top in society tend to trend towards pedophilia? Like, I think what the fuck is up with that? Do you hear Harvey that, Weinstein's trying to get a, a female attorney cheap using the same tactics? Okay, that's yeah. funny. It's funny. Yeah, yeah he's like, <laughs> look, like, look, hey, look. I want to be on Team Weinstein. Yeah, this you know, if you defend me, I don't want to pay you so much, but it'll be great for your career. Going forward, everyone's going to want the attorney that defended Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, that's totally what you told aspiring actresses. He tried yeah, to get the before same Before we go lawyer. into the deposition, how about you fucking blow me? You <laughs> <laughs> he tried to get that same female lawyer who defended Kobe Bryant during his rape accusations. Uh, and, but, but he didn't want to pay her enough. And she was like, well, I, I don't need a higher profile. I got Kobe off. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and he's like, well, if you don't want to be on team Harvey, then, uh, you're, you're just missing the ball entirely. And, but his team said, quote, they're looking for a skirt. <laughs> I can kind of see why they'd want a female attorney. And that's oh, a good look, yeah, you definitely. know, like if you were accused of a race crime or something, you might want a black attorney. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like tactically chosen attorneys. Yeah. It's like, I did not rob that 7-Eleven, and my friend and attorney, Koresh, is here to tell you. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a couple. Of, so I watched um, Umbrella Academy. Have you guys seen this yet? I'm yeah. aware of its presence. I know what it's about. I have not watched it. I what is it about? Just a quick So uh, Umbrella Academy is on Netflix. Um, there are 50 children born to women who weren't pregnant earlier that day. Seven of them get adopted by this Russian billionaire and their special powers are um, like sort of fostered and grown under him. And they are like low grade superheroes, right? So one guy, for example, can talk to the dead. That's good, but you know, this is of limited use. Uh, yeah. There's another one who can time travel, which you think is incredible, but he kind of sucks at it. He can travel through time and space. He's in like a mall getting shot and his powers aren't reliable enough to get out. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got a problem there. You Even, can't go to the same mall like three minutes earlier. No, <laughs> we no. Get out of here. <laughs> he can hardly get to the other aisle reliably, you know, so, so he can travel through time and space, but he's not great at it. Um, there's another one who's a strong, but like he's just. I mean, he's not as strong as Captain America. Like, he's just really strong compared to us. And uh, it goes on and on. Like, there's one that can, I don't know, for, she can manipulate reality by isn't starting it, a sentence with, I heard a rumor. But isn't one of them, <laughs> isn't one of them a talking chimpanzee? That's the strong guy. Yeah. And, um, oh, oh, wait. No, Pogo. There is the strong guy has a little ape in him. You know, if he takes his shirt off, you'll see he's clearly, clearly got like a gorilla body. 
but there is another one who is literally yeah, a talking chimp. Um, anyway, they're low-grade superheroes. They're trying to solve a big problem. In the first episode, they explain there's like an apocalypse coming, and they're trying mm-hmm. to fix it. And uh, I really liked it. I like the idea of kind of shitty superheroes who haven't mastered their powers. And uh, uh, what was that movie? Oh, let me. I'm just. Gonna, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'll find it. Oh, I, see I know what you're thinking of with Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is like one, of one guy's a shoveler. monkey in a suit. That's yeah, that's the, what I was talking that's about. The, the, the chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Mystery Men. That was the Ben Stiller movie that they made back in the day. It's got an amazing cast. It's got a bunch of other. Some of them, I don't think, even it. had powers, right? Because just... that was the funny thing. Like, like, and and, and Ben Stiller was one of them. Like, 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 he just got he gets mad. He gets real mad. <laughs> and, and when he gets mad, he gets strong. And, but and, and they all kind of talk about that one time when he got real mad and lifted a car. We you all heard about it, right? Y- yeah, I, I I heard it was like a Volkswagen. No, 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 it was a full size sedan. He was real mad. One guy threw, but but you never. The whole thank movie, God it wasn't a small SUV. <laughs> the whole movie, he never gets mad until like the very very end. He gets mad and he actually does a thing. One of the guys did it work? So did he have a superpower about when he gets mad? Yeah, yeah. At the very end, he, he's able to get mad enough to actually kick okay. some ass. Uh, I think he was called. Wasn't he called the shoveler? There was a guy called the there was shoveler. A shoveler. Yeah, yeah. And William H Macy was the shoveler, and he like had a shovel that he was real handy with, and he, like, <laughs> and he had like a like a like a shoulder harness. He's like shink. He, like, his, he was like his... a kung fu master with a staff who could also dig holes. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and Umbrella Academy guy... is not as silly, but it's good. I I'll tell you this. I ruined my sleep schedule staying up because I was too involved. So that's high praise. Yeah. I, the other one, did you guys see Russian Doll? No, no but I haven't I'm, even it, heard of it's that. It's Groundhog one. Day with uh with that with that um sitcom actress whose name befuddles me. Uh but but yeah, it looks fun. It's Groundhog Day. It's not as funny, it's a little more serious, but it also hurt my sleep schedule cuz it and it's quick. There's 10 episodes, but they're all like <clears throat> 25 minutes or something like that. <clears throat> so you it, it's it's like uh, if it were food, it'd be Smarties. You know the candy you just, you just keep <laughs> yeah. popping. That's mm-hmm. what Russian Doll is like, and it pops into my head. There's a scene at the very end where you need to keep their version straight, and uh, one of them had an ascot on, like a big red handkerchief around his neck. Very cool. I'm like, thank you so much for that. I know exactly which version we're dealing with because you put a flag on him. That's what I need. And I, it was just great. I, I enjoyed both those shows. You, it's like when you're signing a contract and, and, and the lawyer puts those stickers with arrows everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the sign here. You need that, but for television. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I you, look... It's a meme that other people have had issues with this on Game of Thrones. Just like one bearded white guy after another. Not so much now that I'm, whatever, seven going on yeah, eight so years So many in. have died. Yeah. <laughs> but like three years in, when it just seemed like more cast kept growing every episode, yeah. other people were like, Wait, what was this guy again? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, remembering the names is, is a tough one. Um, I'm pretty good at remembering like, I won't know the name of the house, but I'll know what it's about. And I'll know mm-hmm. all who I'll be able to look and say, oh, yeah, well, this guy is Samuel Tarley's father. And that's Samuel Tarley's brother. And that's his mom. And that's his sister. And they're the Tarleys. And, th- and that's their sword. And I, I kind of know all that. But like, if you ask me to tell you what Samuel Tarley's dad's name was, I, I can't remember. I remember that. It was it's it Randall? Randall. Yeah, Randall Tarley, I think. Oh, well, that's well, not he's, a bad one. He's Randall Tarly the the burnt now since uh, Danny had her dragon. It roasted. um 
I struggle. Yeah. I struggle with names famously around here, but I struggle with names double when they're not names I've heard of before. Like I don't. Is Daenerys a name that yeah, exists outside the show? It's no, not even a name that not. exists in the show. Well, <laughs> didn't how, how I was close. What is it? Daenerys. 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 What was the one way back in Daenerys? the day? Darnassus. Daenerys. <laughs> Daenerys. Okay. Daenerys sounds like the starting forward for the Sixers. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Daenerys Johnson. Well, first now, round. Standing six foot six. It's yeah. funny. Weighing in at 225 pounds. Daenerys. It sounds <laughs> wrong to hear it, but it didn't sound wrong to say it. I can't explain yeah. why that you is. You do it every time. I just don't like to pick on you. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Not, you would never. It's not. Yeah. That's you're staunchly opposed to that. Never. Um, I would never do such a thing. Uh, but yeah, when their names like Jon Snow, I've never struggled with because those are Ooh. words I'm familiar with. Yeah, it'll be John Smith, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real name. But um, but when it's a word I haven't heard before, even the Aegon or what are the or Tyrion like and Tywin, right? Like, yeah, those are easy to say, but even so, I you know it took me Do a you little know the bit. Story of what? Uh, so you're familiar with the song "The Reigns of Castamere," like yeah, you know, th- mm-hmm. that's like the. Uh, do you do you know the story of what Tywin actually did to them? Like, like you know that he wiped that house out because, uh, and and the song kind of tells that story uh, about how the how, how that house was, you know, they were like, ah, oh, you know, we've got claws and teeth too. Ours are just as long and sharp as yours, my lord. Why should we bow so low? And then Tywin rides over there and defeats one army on the way to them. And then when he gets there, they hold up in the mines that are beneath their castle because their, their castle is built upon gold mines that are now defunct. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and, and Tywin says, and, and they, they, they say, we're not coming out. Let's negotiate peace. And he says, block all of the entries except for that one and damn the river. And he floods the mines and drowns all of the women, the children, the men, he, and then once Very they're full cool. of water, he just seals them all up, and that's what happened to the the rains of Castamere. That's technically they're... not rain. So they're all <laughs> just floating down there, <laughs> decayed. Yes, yes. I, I, they're 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 all fucking dead. I didn't know that. How did, I, I did, I was that in the books? I don't even remember. Uh, it's in the books, and also if you want like a real treat like because because I guess some of I know you're waiting on the show to come out. There's a YouTube series, and I believe it's they have all of these audio stories with animation behind them, not like cartoon animation, but more like, like moving pictures where, and I believe it came out on like the special edition, the, Blu-rays, the special edition Blu-rays for game of Thrones. And it has the actors from game of Thrones telling you stories. So you can get, so this I've one, never even heard of this. Of Ca- yeah, it's real good. I, I'll, I'll find it real quick. Um, so this one is, um, um, Fuck, what's his name? Game of Thrones narration. Not the book dude, right? No, no, it's the actors from the show. So um, what's... Uh, I'm, I'm spacing out right now. Um, I'll find it. So this one is Jamie Lannister, the actor, uh, telling you the story of the Reigns of Castamere. Hmm. And it's quick, six minutes long. And there's a bunch of them. Um, so, so some of them have like Tyrion telling you a story, uh, or um, uh, Ned Stark will tell you the story of um, Dawn, the, the the which is the the sword that's forged from meteorite that Sir Arthur Dane carried. Uh, it's uh, it's it's and they're quick like five, six, seven, eight minute stories with a bit of 
like um for i don't our, know what you call the visual for our listeners the youtube channel he linked is called a song of fire and ice chapters yeah forty five thousand subs like it alt shift x is way bigger I, well I this is content this. straight from the dvds it, it so it's it's not, it's not like someone's creating content this is content that's out there right um, but like i would i would have thought that game of thrones content on youtube would be more popular than like you know some dude's theories about what he's reading i, I don't know but yeah uh the biggest thing on youtube right now i just see because i'm i tried <clears throat> to find it on youtube is uh alex jones is on joe rogan's uh I show again he and went... both of them are are trending on twitter so it must be a lot of people watching is it live uh, it was I just live. tried to it's, find it, but it, 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 it i think it's over. ended now uh i got it open in another tab um not open i paused it when we started here but uh yeah, they stopped it exactly four hours and four seconds. Uh, they were wrapping it up as as we were beginning here. Okay. Uh, yeah, it it was getting pretty kooky. Um, you know. Oh, there's going to be a, a a nice influx of funny clips that people are going to sift through and, and Eddie, cut out. I'm excited to see. Eddie this. Bravo's on there. Uh, so so they're talking conspiracy theories, World Trade Center. They're talking. Well, um, I would have thought it'd be about Rogan and Alex's beef. I'm sure they covered that in the first hour or so. Yeah. Know? But but by the fourth hour, they're on to like, everybody wants to make you be quiet, Joe. They don't want to hear it. They want they want you to shut up, but you don't allow that. And I love that about you. That's that's why you got me on here today. You're not going to listen to those little mouths out there. It's, it's good stuff. Is that a real quote from the show or a prediction? Yeah, more or less. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, that right. sounds like what would happen. That sounds about right. Yeah. I just saw under the trending tag says this is funny we'll see if it is yeah man I, I, oh i'm sure it's great it's four, it's gonna be four hours of real quality content uh oh he cause, wants cause to watch gonna, it do you want to watch this one yeah, yeah i'll watch it it just takes a second for me to look. you think that yeah, shit's real minute, but... the queue up and stuff oh i love his are you guys ready his freakouts yep i am ready ready set play really think there's people <laughs> out there campaigning for late-term abortions you think that shit's real you the think that shit's real? Monday to keep it legal. Who would do that? Ari Who would do that? Who would campaign for that? They the most fucking did it. That's the craziest and shit you ever. You can't fucking admit they're fucking killing Artie more kids. <laughs> so you're telling me it isn't real when they had a fucking vote in the goddamn fucking Senate? That's what a the conspiracy fuck? theory. I am ready to be That's a conspiracy theory. You think you're fucking tough? You're about to get it. Bullshit. They're killing Artie Oh, please fight Eddie Bravo. God fucking damn it. I'm getting pissed now. Don't get pissed. Go. No, pee. I mean okay. you saw the dude. It's he going to fucking with you. Alex, 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 I was Senate, fucking with you. The fucking Senate voted Here's to a, kill babies let me, out of their fucking board. Hey, Alex, I was just playing with Eddie, you. Of course I believe that, Alex. Eddie, let me explain. Of course I believe. It's all over the news. I was just playing with you. Oh, I wish I knew what Joe was about to say. I don't know. I'll be like, settle down. Don't have a heart attack in my studio and die. <laughs> yeah, they're going nuts. They're going nuts. That's I'm sure it'll be very entertaining. Alex knows how to fucking entertain, man. He, oh, yeah. He's, he's entertaining. I, 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 you know, you don't know because you only get to see what they show us, right? It could be that the second before and after, they're all like, you know what? That was a damn good show. They, I, I, I bet. It, but it, I think Alex, are. Joe keeps saying Alex actually went off the deep end. That he went from a reasonable person who did a show to a guy who bought all those conspiracy series. He actually went crazy. I guess he must have, Joe must have changed his mind to have him back on. Or I don't know. He thought a crazy guy would be a good guest. And Joe you know. kind of needed it. Like, um, He's a hilarious guest. Well, like, so what happened is 
Alex Jones got banned from uh, social media in general, but Twitter. And then Joe Rogan had the Twitter CEO on. He asked him about Alex getting banned. Didn't really have all the background to keep pressing him. So didn't keep pressing him. And there's a big chunk of his audience out there that was mad at Joe Rogan for not holding the Twitter CEO's feet to the fire more. Yeah, I think, it, and not just about the Alex Jones thing, but about a lot of things, you know, it, they, they didn't, they felt like he was selling out by like going easy on the Twitter. Like guy. he was gotta, curating it. Like, and, and even afterward, they're like, you know, to, I think Joe came out, I didn't even listen to that episode because I don't give a fuck what the Twitter guy has to say. No, but I remember, well, what's his name? Joe Rogan came out and was like, we're going to have another episode with Jack on in a few months. And it's like, oh, good. So it'll just be a PR appearance for him after he goes back to a PR team, formulates questions, gives you a pre-approved list of things. And then you like, that's not what your audience wants. They want to see Alex Jones freaking the fuck out about name it. Yeah. Uh, like, well, they got it today. Uh, I look forward to watching that. later. I I think I check it out too. This is getting all three of us to watch. Like I, I rarely listen to the Joe Rogan show. Like I Alex listen Jones to the, is one of the guests that I'll pop in. Usually, high, you know, Brian Cox was good. Eddie Bravo? Yeah, yeah, that is Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo is, is he a fighter? Is he a comedian? What is he? Eddie Bravo is Joe Rogan's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach and oh. general interesting guy. You know, like he he actually believes in flat Earth and a lot of other conspiracy theories. Yeah, they talk flat Earth. Oh, they talk. About, oh. I don't know what they talk about, but he believes that they never went to the moon. He believes in flat Earth. They talk that too. He believes in a lot of. True and false conspiracy theories, you know, mm-hmm. we, and uh, uh, and he just he's passionate about his opinion, so he's, he can be interesting to listen to and frustrating yeah. to listen to. And he gets I don't real understand high, the flat so. Earth thing and like how why are all the other planets round? <laughs> well, they've like, been proven to be round, and Earth hasn't, which is observable as flat, and that. Uh, that confuses me because <laughs> that's one that, that doesn't make sense because it's just so dumb. Can you imagine how much the world would be rocked if it really did come out like, yeah, the whole moon thing, we did make that up. Sorry. So like, I, I don't believe there's any chance of that. But if something like if one of those conspiracies, like it doesn't have to be the moon, but any of those that like are just known to be laughable, like mm-hmm. if any of those are disproven, mm-hmm. like there's going to be a deluge of new people like doubting everything. You know and eventually what? Actually, it'll happen. What I kind of buy into with the moon thing, and mm-hmm. they discuss it on the show today, is so there's a lot of radiation in space, and mm-hmm. they filmed that moon landing with film, which would, I, I'm told, I don't know anything about film, but everyone says, a lot of people say that like the solar radiation would have fucked up the film. It would have been all degraded and it would have looked crazy. You wouldn't have been able to tell what was done. And, and what Joe said was like, it's entirely possible that. They went to the moon. They flew there. They got off on it, and they did all that shit that we saw. But the film was ruined. And so they got back home, and they said, well, they're never going to believe us if we, if we just tell them we did it. Let's, let's make a movie. Let's make a fake movie of us doing that thing, and then we'll show them that we did it. And, and that timeline doesn't match up what I said because it was a live mm-hmm. broadcast that night. But maybe, that, maybe they knew going into it that they would need that footage to like play that night. And, and show everybody Neil Armstrong walking on the moon. Because, uh, and another thing some people say, well, ah, I bet they use special cameras that had like some sort of lead casing on them. No, no, you can look. They talk about, they, they talked about the cameras they use. They're just standard. What's eight. the real answer to I, that? I Googled it. 
And they said, look again, there is radiation damage on the film. Looked pretty good to me. Yeah, I don't know how, how bad 4K. is it supposed to be. Like exactly, you know? I, I don't know. Here's I, one not, that I heard speak. that I that bought into. If it so, the lighting on the shadows is parallel, right? It's, and that would take a very distant light source, right? You can think about the triangulation. You know, if you put a light between two people, those shadows would come out from the light source, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But a very distant light source, and the shadows would all be very parallel, which is what they yes. were. So it wasn't done in his studio. It was shot on the moon. I'd never heard or of it. Or maybe that it was one. a big studio, you know? Maybe maybe they did it out. Maybe they did maybe, you know, they, they go out in the desert, they put a gigantic dome out there. It's enormous. Isn't they, one of the anti conspiracy theories like about the moon landing that like the the technology to make that kind of tomfoolery on camera wasn't even around yet? That's Some one of them. That, I have heard that. The one that I really, really buy into is Thousands of people would have had to keep this secret for 50 years now. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that seems like a lot. Yeah. They, I mean, they keep secret. If it was done by the military, like the Air Force or something, they do keep a lot of secrets. Like, we don't find out about when's the last time you found out about the newest stealth fighter accidentally. Like, all we the, find every out about, time. Every time yeah, we find that, out about him before, we, they see him flying around. Well, they see them flying around, but they, nobody knows what it is. You know, like like you see a triangle in the air, but they don't say. Yeah. No, no, from, no one from the Air Force comes out like, actually, we got this thing called the the B two Spirit. It's invisible. It it it's it's a big triangle thing. It's made out of carbon fiber. It's got these ducks. It, that doesn't happen. You know, where they come out and release information because they'll throw you in a hole and maybe put you up on treason they, charges. You know. Yeah, they, I'm on the other side of that. I don't think they keep too many weapon secrets. And as a matter of fact, if you have secret weapons, they don't do part of their job, which is to dissuade you from wanting to attack me. If we had Star Wars out there, you know, that was the missile program under mm -hmm, Reagan yeah. that could theoretically shoot down nukes as they came across. If we had that and just kept it secret all this time, then that it wouldn't be the deterrent that we want it to be. Mm -hmm. Like that's we have to have that and tell sense. everyone that we have it and defensive and defense. That's a, a true for offensive and defensive weapons, but not for, um, neutral weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Neutral weapons like, 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 uh, spy planes, things that fly over and, oh, and like you recon don't want stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. They might they be an exception to the rule. I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah. Like you don't want to be like, yeah, uh, we've got this plane. It flies at 80,000 feet. And they're like, all right, eighty. <laughs> yeah, right. 000. Okay, how, how fast does it go? <laughs> Mach five. All right, lead. About <laughs> <this> yeah. <much. laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't catch it with radar. You have to use sonic. So good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> Turn on the sonic. <laughs> well, we did. We found out about. Uh, I don't know if that was a secret or if this is even like a thing that we're doing. But you know those experiments where they like have those giant steel core poles up in space. And instead of like dropping kinetic a nuke, weapons. they can drop these kinetic poles and they hit with the force of like 10 nukes or something retarded. Yeah. Like we know about that. And as far as I know, that's not just made up. Who, uh, who did it? Did we do it? I think so. I, that, that sounds like something we would do. Uh, I didn't know that we, I didn't know that anyone's talked about us. Actually I'm aware of that sort of weapon in theory. Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on yeah. the same page as Kyle. I don't know. Why do I think I, they may have uh, ran like I, a, uh, a small-scale test. They're working, on super, God. they're working on supersonic submarines. China and the United States What? 
Yes. How, supersonics, like going faster than the speed of sound underwater. underwater. That's so the way cool. Is the, so there's two ways of doing it. Um, the, the, the Chinese have this coating that they're looking on putting on their submarines that would, at speed, it would create a really thin layer of air around the, uh, uh, around the, the submarine. But the Americans are like, fuck that. We're going to make a giant bubble of air right in front of it. And we're going to fire rockets out the back of the submarine. So the submarine is just going to be riding, is going to be driving through air, not water, under the water. They're just going to blow this big bubble out the front of the submarine and cruise through it as a rocket-powered submarine. You have me very curious. Because in, in both of these scenarios, we still need to displace the amount of water it takes for a sub to travel. And that's yes. the hard part. Pushing it's the water out of the way takes a lot of energy. Uh, yes. I, this would have to be nuclear, right? Like, how else could you have that well, much energy? Well they're, well, they're nuclear submarines, but I guess they're using rockets, rocket engines to, to, to make the bubble. I would, it's interesting to hear, like, what the U.S. and China do. I would want to, like, check in like with some other country and be like Mongolia thoughts <laughs> and be like, well, we haven't the we new haven't... horse archer yeah. cannot be beaten. <laughs> it is called composite. Yeah. <laughs> the composite bowman His arrows fly at 300 feet per second. <laughs> and you can fire in Zimbabwe. Minute. <laughs> we are still working on the uh, regular submarine. <laughs> uh, all of the submariners have died <laughs> no one wants to volunteer it is a terrible no. job <laughs> that is speaking of someone who lives here yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a yeah, friend that, is, that, that made so submarines cool. and when I first heard that I'm like you designed submarines like that's that's amazing like tell me more and then he describes the lamest fucking submarines ever they're like diesel commercial submarines like, yeah. forget I asked. Yeah. Maybe he's well, I designed he's the not allowed cubbies. To talk. Yeah. Maybe that's his cover story. He's working on like hunter class attack submarines that have some sort of super smart sonar that finds baddies. And I choose and, to and, believe that. I yeah, would too. I would, that. I would lie my ass off if I had that job and I was like a commercial sub guy. He'd be like, "What do you do?" Well, I just uh, I just put in the seats and the seat belts. You know, on the commercial. <laughs> Uh, subs. That's all. That's all I do. Not much to it, you know. One and of my everybody friends... be like, "Oh, he's so cool. He he makes nukes." But really, you're just like picking feng shui plants. To put them <laughs> One of my best friends in high school. Made, I don't even. I haven't kept up with him, but he made flight simulators for the Navy. And it's just like, look, I've known you for a while. Are you sure you're smart enough? Because <laughs> 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 he's just like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. don't, don't don't let that get out though. Because <laughs> good gig. Like uh, he was a you mechanic. realize I've just been repackaging EA's games. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he, and he's he been playing War War of Planes for the last yeah. three weeks, and everybody's blown away. Yeah. I, <laughs> he got a mechanical engineer undergrad, and then he got a master's in um, aeronautical engineering, and in, and then they like sent him to actually learn to fly, and he went to test pilot school and stuff like that. And it's like, well, I. I guess you'd be the guy. Yeah, this sounds like it. Yeah, he's got the qualifications. Yeah, you were kind of a redneck that was mediocre at driving motocross bikes when I knew you. Yeah, man. But well, uh, yeah, I, I like the. There's a few YouTube channels that talk about stuff like that. Like I watched this whole video about those submarines that 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 it got leaked through some sort of hacking or something that mm -hmm. that that was happening. 
that there was this mini arms race between the U.S. and, the, and China trying to accomplish it. And I get and the point of the supersonic submarine would not be that they're just cruising around everywhere faster than the speed of sound. It would be for like fast deployment. So like if all of a sudden something's popping off on the other side of the ocean, you can get your submarines there quickly. But mm. you would never do that like in combat because then they, everybody would. Do you hear anything, Mikhail? I hear so much. <laughs> yeah. So much I hear. Fifteen American submarines coming at speed of sound. <laughs> like, like you know, everybody. So would you're fuck. telling me the submarines with rocket engines creating bubbles in front of them, not quiet. So loud, like the <laughs> loudest thing in the goddamn ocean. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know it's not a school of Marlin? Because <laughs> it's glowing green and going 400 miles an hour. <laughs> and they're playing proud to be an American. <laughs> I couldn't I even hear it until after they passed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that would be a scary fucking ride, though. Can you can you imagine being like 200 meters below the surface and be like, all right, fire up the supersonic engines. You'd be like, ah, all right. Yeah, that'd be horrifying. You Especially said, if you're on like the inaugural crew. You said 200 mm. meters below the surface, and my mind instantly raced to like, would you pop out and go back in? <laughs> no, Woody, the, the water's relatively flat. It's different than the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like the waves are so steep that they're just floating at times. <laughs> yeah, like the bad ring in that raft game. <laughs> if you told me you flew it 200 meters over the surface, I'd tell you you're going to hit something before too long. But yeah. uh yeah, submarines are different it turns yeah, out. Yeah, that's that, that's fucking cool. Uh, all that like cutting edge military technology is probably some of the most cutting edge technology that exists. Because there's just so many billions and billions of dollars of funding being funneled into that shit, and there's smart Probably. guys doing it, and it's life of de life or death, right? So it's not 3M it's coming up all. with some new glue. It's 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 fucking skunkworks coming up with a plane that can do a new fucking thing that can go Mach eight, or it can do it silently, or it can do and go into space, or I. So I get frustrated with the Chinese because they copy us, right? One mm -hmm. example I know of off the top of my head because I like plane things is um, we were coming up with a new refueling plane. You know, they re refuel in midair. This would be the tanker plane. And the Chinese espionage against our government was so effective, they came out with the copy of it on about the same schedule. Like, they just copied us as we were designing it the whole way through. And we go yeah. to this air show, and we're like, seriously? Like, you've yeah. got one, like you fucking copied us? Like... It, it, this is the unveiling. Yeah, no, hey, this out. one, the one of oh, it had a Chinese flag on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm we like, even got here before you did. Is, yeah. is there anything to be gained from copying back? Like instead of just being mad at what the rules are, or mad at them breaking the rules, can we just uh, can we sure. agree that this I'm is sure how that it's done? I really, yeah, I, I don't I'm, know. Anything I'm sure about. that happens during the Cold War. Um, I want to say it was the B-52 um, um, bomber, right? Which which stayed in service. They're still in service. That's that's how good of a plane the thing is. The uh, the Russians had captured one, had crashed in their territory, and they'd taken it back, disassembled it, gotten their engineers to go over it, copy every little detail of it. Well, somewhere in the wing, there was an extra hole drilled. Mm. Completely. It, the guy who built it went, oh, shit. <laughs> this will be a little lighter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and didn't say it. so. So when they finally come out with their model for the plane, all of them have that hole drilled there. All of them I, have that fucking hole drill. That dude, that's thing. exactly. I've talked about this before, but Rawway copied Cisco when I worked there. Mm -hmm. There'd be mistakes on our circuit board that they, they were in theirs too. 
Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. things you, you needed see that software a lot to work in, uh, game design as well. Like, like, uh, that, oh. that was one of the things that people were shitting on fallout 76 for was because, um, there's a couple of like really well-known flaws from fallout four that transfer over in the coding to fallout 76, things like the game running at, um, the, the in-game visuals running based on frame rate. Mm -hmm. So essentially like players, if you wanted a speed boost in game, you look at the ground, you, you put your character looking straight down, you get maximum frame rate because you're only processing the ground in front of you. And then you, you move at the speed of fucking light across the map because now you're getting 200 frames. And they just didn't update the engine. They didn't update it. And meanwhile, modders had fixed that for Fallout 4 a month after oh. its release. And they don't allow modding on Fallout 76. So, so, so like, guys, we get you want to milk every dollar out of us with your online store. But we make the games that you make playable. Like, like yeah. the only reason people are still playing Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout 4 is because of us. Because we fix your game. We make your game work on ultra-wide. We make your game work on various frame rates. We add new guns to your game for free. You know, we are why people still play those games. So if you go on Fallout 76 today, it's a wasteland. 50,000 people used to live here. <laughs> now it's a ghost town. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's giving up. Yeah, that's a shame that Fallout 76 wasn't good. Yeah, it's a real shame. It's uh, a real I, shame. I don't have crab after this. That's the yeah, real no shame. crab for you. Yeah, I uh, have to go eat a low calorie fucking sandwich with spinach and turkey. I, I you know what? I'm gonna go to the store. And I'm gonna get something better than that. I was I gonna do decided. diet talk, but we'll maybe save it for the next show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. RPG. And uh, and uh, and next show we'll be able to talk about the next UFC event, which is fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah. So look huge UFC event. All right. PK and two thirty six.